to welcome to another episode of It's Not A Man's World podcast. We're your podcast that explores how men deal with relationships in the modern world, from that initial message or hello to developing a blossoming romance, all the way down to the times of sheer lust and desire. The voices you'll hear from, well, let's say different measurements of the love thermometer. I'm Dan, I've been pretty much in relationships for the last 13 years. I've had my fair share of good and bad experiences along the way. And I'm joined by my old university flatmate, Tom. I've known him for over 10 years now, and he's currently facing the challenge of the ever-changing dating world. He'd regard himself, and it does not change, ladies and gentlemen, as properly single. I mean, I guess this week, Tom, a lot of people, and I'm sure you're the same, planning this week to erect the tree, to play with your baubles, never too early for a pig and blanket, so you've got to wrap your meat. Key this year, more than any other, a year of lockdown... Three, six, five days a year, you've been constantly looking forward to and probably getting early, early goes on the baubles. <laughs> Morning, afternoon, good evening, everyone. Well, basically, I think next month will be tis the season to nut. So the plan is to nut away as far as and as wide as possible. That's what I'm going for. I don't, I don't know how far it will reach. I don't know how successful I'll be, but. Regardless, there's got to be some sort of nothing going on this this festive period. That feels like a very poignant question and a question that you continue to ask yourself. How far will it go? Oh, I challenge myself almost weekly on that. And uh, I surprise myself at times. I've got to be honest. You get pills to help with that, can't you? Can you? What, to improve how far it goes? Yeah. I've, I've just been speaking to Jonathan Edwards. Hop, skip and a jump. Hop, skip and a nut. That's what I'm going for. Oh, we're going to get political to start off this week, Tom. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. It sounds like Blojo is is starting to plan our way out of this newest lockdown and hopefully the pandemic in general with vaccines, positive news popping up left, right and centre this month that, that, that we've started to get some much needed positive news when it comes to how we're going to try and restart our lives kickstart our lives and socially be able to actually see each other up close again after all of uh, look my my thoughts on this tom is after all of this scientists are going to be getting laid left right and center <laughs> can you imagine that astrazeneca like these these unbelievable scientists big brains and just they've now got even bigger balls thanks to this which is which is amazing the first 30 years of my life there'd be guys leaning up against bars pretending to be actors and footballers to try and woo their way into a lady's uh, panties and now it'll be like that's right love i'm a pharmacist <laughs> could, you imagine, could you imagine that sort of flirtation some woman goes so uh what rate is your vaccine successful in terms of combating COVID? Oh, it's probably up there in the 80s. Oh, talk to me more. Dirty, dirty scientist. You come back to mine and I'll let you, I'll let you bend me over because that's the safe way to do it. Let's, let's remember at this moment in time. It was interesting also what happened last week. A number of the Prime Minister's chums at number 10 should say morning, afternoon, evening to Mr Cummings. I know he's, he's a big fan of the podcast. Um, yep, not bad. Reportedly, a, a few were forced out by, and this is what's a, it's alleged, Tom. Um, it is alleged, yes. And on this podcast, you know how we deal, we deal purely in speculation. Um, <laughs> this whole podcast starts with massive allegations about my, my nutting behavior. So, yeah, <laughs> let, let, let's keep up with the allegations. Uh, a few have reportedly been forced out by the missus. 
Boris Johnson's yes. missus. Um, and it got me thinking, who do you reckon in number 10 wears the trousers in that relationship? I, I guess the point of question again is, could, do you think he could even get into his trousers without her help? <laughs> I, I would hope so. For, for the love of God, if we've got a prime minister who can't even put on his trousers properly, we really have got some issues. Going back to your question, who wears it? Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, obviously, judging by the allegations that have come out recently, you'd have to say it's the missus in that one, because she seems to have had the final say on whether old Diddley Dom, Diddley Castle Dom, has, uh, can hang around for much longer. So I'd, I'd, if I was looking at it from a very much outside perspective, I'd definitely say she wears the trousers in that relationship. Anyway, on this week's podcast, we discuss in modern day relationships, who takes charge? Does someone need to take charge in a modern day relationship? We are right now facing up to what is the new normal at this moment in time. And we know girls love their independence. Do they love that as much as a man with confidence now? Who takes charge? Tom, you're the man child in this podcast relationship. What do you think? Oh, so that's a lovely title, Dan. I'm, I'm proud to have that man child uh, title on this podcast. It's an interesting one nowadays. Obviously, I guess I guess we live in a more open world where where women want to take more control perhaps they all i mean the truth is they probably always have but it's been a very patriarchal society and the man's been the sort of forefront of the relationship and the family um whereas that has now naturally changed over time and now into the modern era that we live in but i I think the challenge there is is the fact that obviously women naturally want to have more sort of equilibrium in the relationship but when you decide who will sort of take charge of sort of, I don't know, booking holidays and stuff like that and going to people's parties and whatever, I wonder if that's where people get a bit unstuck at times and it, it then becomes a bit of a power struggle. In the old days, mate, of um, a man leading a relationship, the final say is with the man, kind of real old-fashioned, archaic thinking. And for me, it is all about mutual respect if there's a mutual respect there then it doesn't really matter who decides what restaurant you're going to eat in that night or what your weekend is going to be made up of if you're both on the same page and you're making decisions that you know will benefit the pair of you yeah no I I completely agree with you I think as long as you've got that mutual respect it's absolutely fine I think naturally you do sometimes get in relate or maybe it's when you're looking at a relationship from the other from outside um looking in Sometimes you see one half it and you think, oh, maybe they wear the trousers. They're a bit more dominant um, at times, which can perhaps cause issues. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I think you're absolutely spot on there. As long as you both have an understanding and agreement as to how you decide things and you decide it together, then yeah, do whatever the hell you want. I think there are times when the older curveball is thrown. And it's, I think there are times when it is a guy's responsibility to step up and to protect his partner, his woman. Where, where do you stand on that? And we should say that we know there are people listening to this podcast that like being dominated. Morning. Morning. <laughs> I just, I just picking up on something. Or afternoon, good evening. Yeah, I, I just picking up on something you said there about, you know, like whether it's about being dominated or not. We know there are one or two out there when it comes to certain aspects, they like being dominated. <laughs> so hope you're well. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, 
that's that, that's an interesting one because again that comes down to sort of I think sounding a bit terrible but patriarchy and the history of it is like you know women want their men in some ways to to have to be that protector for them at times but at the same time you could you could see that they also want to have that sort of equilibrium where they're responsible but then there there are situations where women will stand up for their men and protect their men you know you know as much as we're sort of our society sort of dictates that men are the big strong characters sometimes it's the women who look after the men and i've seen that in experience you know where women will stand up for the for the men and you know help them out in a situation and protect them as opposed to the other way around so it, so it can work in both ways but you know there's nothing wrong with wanting your partner to protect you and stand up for you when you when you're going through shit or some difficulty that you're part of together it's just about understanding where that line is and probably, you know, not interfering at, at the wrong time and becoming overbearing. Mm, yeah, a fine line, I think, between, like, chivalry and being actually a little bit of the ignorant, maybe. I mean, girls love their, love their independence. We spoke first season about um, first dates and the tricky parts. So, like, for example, like, girls nowadays on a first date will really want to pay their way. They'll want to often split the bill, and it can actually throw up and cause some quite uncomfortable conversations if the guy's like, no, 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 it's my responsibility to pay. I'm the man, blah, blah, blah. I've got the money. And then, actually, that, that can cause issues, really, before anything has even started. So there are still, like, these real kind of interesting debates that, again, lean, I suppose, on the old school way of thinking about these things yeah i agree yeah there's always little intricacies um in relationships and particularly people you know it's one person's thing where they're quite chilled and relaxed about it someone might get uptight about it and that will cause an issue that you, you're not even aware of you know the experiences that you know my very vast catalogue tome if you will of experiences with women one thing would be all right with one of them and then i'd say it to another woman and it would it wouldn't you know it's just natural you're going to have those different personality situations that do happen from time to time i think going back to our point at the start and you make the point about the first series we were talking about the first date it's just ensuring that that mutual respect is there and also the other one the other partner the other person in that relationship understands what you can offer and what what they could provide you and working that together to the point where you, you perhaps don't even get in the situation where one person dominates and wears the trousers, but you both have an understanding of what you both want and need from the relationship. At the end of the day, it's all about making sure that none of you are wearing trousers. <laughs> uh, particularly this Christmas, everyone get nothing. <laughs> it's like, you're going to get on a T-shirt or something. <laughs> I might do. Could you, I, I might actually do that for Christmas at family dinner and just say, I've had a massive nut this Christmas. And my mum and dad just go, that's a nice t-shirt. Didn't know you liked your uh, your chestnuts, your roasted chestnuts. Peanuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more for you peanuts with the greatest respect. Hey, hey, I've got two massive KP bags downstairs. But that's probably too much information. I also think that you wouldn't mind talking about having, you know, the, the role and responsibilities. Of the, I, I don't think you, you'd mind getting thrown around, would you? No, 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 not at all. I'm, I'm more than comfortable getting chucked around. If you want a wrestling match for 90 minutes, game on. I will win that belt come the end of it. But um, yeah, look, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an open modern man, Wendell. Happy to, uh, to be part of the team. 
happy to be part of a team. Happy to have some jello thrown on me. I, I think the exciting <laughs> thing of uh, about uh, the thing of like the first episode of season three is finding someone that we can get you in a a, a nice little pit, throw a pet, bit of jello jello on the two of you, and I'll just do like a. I, I like that you think it would last ninety minutes, um, but I'll just do a commentary over the top of it. <laughs> I would, I would love that. I'd love that. Just, just you standing there in sheer horror trying to commentate. I want you in your best John Motson coat. Just, oh god, the scenes, the ugly scenes. Yeah, and, and goggles, of course, because I don't want to get anything in my eyes. Health and safety, health and safety. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts on any topics we've discussed on this podcast. Would you maybe offer yourself? Would you be up for maybe next year when things are a little bit more safe to do so? Would you be up for jumping in a pit of uh, jello with Tom Taylor? Either, either, either email us at it's not a man's world podcast <laughs> at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at not a man's podcast. I think there's only, there's, you know, when you're looking at a list of pros and cons, I think I can only see pros, some of the top of the head. Pros of jumping in a pit of jello with you. Just reel some off, off the top of your head. Pros, pros. Okay. Um, fantastic experience. Uh, unique opportunity. Mm. Um, free peanuts. Um, mm. And also... Um, Salty? A complimentary feedback. Sorry? Salty peanuts? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And then also you, uh, you, you get a complimentary feedback report at the end of it from me, just letting you know how it was, how much I enjoyed it and uh, wishing you all the best for 2021. It seems a bit weird that you'd be the one giving out feedback. Surely we'd be garnering feedback off them and making sure that they wouldn't be willing to sue the podcast for the money or lack of money that we've so far made from this endeavour. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to offer many benefits and that is potentially one of them because I'm quite good at giving feedback at times, I think. But not benefits. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> terrible with them. Oh, anyway, let's bring in our other contributor now. This past week, this past week's on, we've got through the whole new season of The Crown on uh, Netflix. Absolutely flew through it. Oh, A really wow. enjoyable watch. Um, have you caught any of it? No, 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 no. I, I must admit, I'm my. Uh, I do not watch The Crown because uh, I want to watch it all in one big sort of together from the start to the end. So I haven't watched it yet. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'd have you down as a big royal family fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the royals. I mean, do you think the royal family is a bit weird in the modern era? Like the fact that we all sing God Save the Queen now. And uh, look, it's, it's a great history of ours, but I just, I just find, the, I find the national anthem really weird. I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I think they have far more benefits to the country than than the money they cost. People, look, look oh at yeah, stand outside Buckingham Palace. Oh, I don't know when she goes. I really, really think we'll we'll miss her. <laughs> when she goes, I think well, it's going to happen. We're all that... going to go at some point. Really enjoyable. Watch the Crown. Me and the missus enjoyed it, uh, and it actually got us arguing this week. Who would make a better member? Of the royal family, me or the missus. I back myself for obvious reasons. Look at me. She backs herself. Tom, what are your thoughts? Oh, that's an interesting one. See, I think you would do quite well as, as a dashing young prince, but at the same time, yeah. the, the girlfriend as a gin laden leader, I could see that and taking our country successfully through tough times. 
particularly through a pandemic or or a war even. So I think I think with that leadership quality, I'm going to go with the girlfriend. Unbelievable! I can't believe you said that. I mean, just to a lot of it, she always says in it. You remember member of the royal family in it. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to see the girlfriend's Christmas speech. My husband and I in it. <laughs> I'm not sure what Queenie would think about the new member of the royal family in it. Anyway, she should have her say on the topic of the podcast this week. Here is the girlfriend. I don't think in a relationship anyone needs to take charge. I think you need to look at it equally. I don't think there needs to be one person over the other that's in charge or drives a relationship or makes the decisions. Because ultimately, if there is that person, then it might not work out. Unless unless people are like fine with that. Like, I don't know if some women might like men taking charge and taking the lead, but I personally wouldn't want Dan to take the lead. Like, sometimes he might have to if I'm less decisive, which I can be a lot of the time, but I think it has to be equal when you have to make decisions equally. Like, if it's important life decisions, where are we going to live, when are we going to have kids, if that's what you want to discuss, or anything like that, it's got to be an equal partnership. It's very antiquated to think a man drives things forward. It's very much the caveman mentality of men go to work, men provide food and men make the decisions and women don't have as much say. Like, we know that women are more and more powerful across the world. Like, look at... I'm going to give, like, a fantastic example. Look at Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, like, first female uh, vice president. Like, that's incredible. And I think... Yeah, women have the power. I'm getting all feminist now, but women just should utilise their power because so long women have been without power. And I think in all areas of life, you need to yield that power, girls. Yield that power. I do think there is overbearing. And I've been in relationships where my whole life has been about that other person. And I've done everything to make that person happy. And they they might have made decisions for our relationship. Um without really I didn't really have a say and it's just not healthy it's not healthy to let one person always make the decisions and lead because at the end of the day it's it's a partnership like that's what it is um so you need to work as partners and not as someone who's more superior or on a higher pedestal because it's just not gonna work I thought she was gonna go Tom their full Beyonce who runs the world girls who runs the world (laughs) She went like no, but she's got some great. She's got some great points there. Very interesting one. Caveman way of thinking. So I'm thinking. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm caveman. I'm six. I'm. I. I don't know how productive. If I was part of the first people on earth, first men on earth, and then I found my ding dong, I'd be so fascinated by it, playing with it. I don't think I'd have been that productive either. Maybe the woman that was would have had to go out and get the food. You judge Ding Dong too much. Me go get food. Unfortunately, the cave world, they didn't have podcasts, so we would be a little bit screwed, you and I. But I think, I think the girlfriend makes some good points there. Um, particularly as, as we were sort of saying, the caveman point sort of relates back to what I was kind of saying earlier. It's the historical approach where the man would lead and be the sort of front face of the family or the relationship. So, yeah, I think that it's good that times have changed and, it, you know, we are naturally now more cooperative. As, as couples, as people. But yeah, it sounded like the girlfriend there was about to go into full land of 
Women in Glory there in terms of her girl power speech there, which I was really looking forward to. Then she then she reined it back in and it's like, no, 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 it's still about them as well. I look for me, it takes pressure off as well. I mean, when you pick a shocking restaurant, you go, oh, hey, you 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 decided to come here as well. <laughs> you signed up in the TNT to take part of the responsibility for any dodgy restaurants. The test and trace is literally in your name, so you take responsibility as well. <laughs> right, time now for our newest feature we're bringing you this season. We call it Sex Flicks and Chill. Those TV, oh, yeah. TV shows, maybe films, that go above and beyond to address modern-day relationship issues, the more peculiar the approach, the better for us. Tom, here we go. It, I, I feel like every week... <laughs> is getting a little bit better i'm looking forward to this on channel five they air the show adults only the series looks at different adult occupations different adult jobs such as the lives of porn star parents getting kinky for cash and the use of sex dolls the show unveils the reality they say of the sex industry do you want to hear some of the uh hear some of the episode topics tom yeah yeah let's go for it on one of the episodes you meet ellie who is one of the most successful online sex workers in the uk the show says at the age of 19 the thing about ellie is the funny thing about ellie is she still still lives at home with her parents in nottingham oh god dad dad get out i'm fingering myself (laughs) all right sweetheart you're sure you don't want a chip sandwich Oh, yeah, no, I'm full. I'm full of something else. All right, sweetheart, mind how you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where's your lube? <laughs> Dad, did you nail my lube again? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I promise, sweetheart. You want to watch the chest? You want to watch the chest? No, Dad, I'm busy. I'm busy. There's a big prize on the chairs tonight. Yeah, well, I'm chasing one at the moment, Dad. Leave me alone. <laughs> Look, that's that's weird. Next yeah, that door, really next weird. door to your parents, and you're absolutely thump. You're absolutely. I was going to say fisting one then. But, you know, <laughs> each their own. Depends. Depends what her clientele are asking for. Could you imagine just sit, being a parent sitting in your bed and you just hear all the vibrations and muffled sounds kicking off next to and you, you're like yep that's <laughs> <laughs> oh she must be doing well tonight good business ellie probably paid for the garage to get finished <laughs> that is true that is true she's built the extension you can't really complain next one meet lisa aka lady Velupta, who also Ooh. showcased getting ready for a dominatrix session in her dungeon but this is where it gets awkward, Tom. She lives in yeah. Glasgow. She's in her 70s. And very, oh, wow. very often, her daughter meets her clients. Oh, no. No, 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 Why? Why would you do that? Your poor, innocent daughter. Oh, she opens the door. Oh, you come here to show off my mum. Lovely. She's upstairs to the left. (laughs) See ya. Jesus. No, 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 no. Oh, I like your gimp suit. My mother's upstairs. (laughs) Uh, This is my Tuesday gimp suit. I hope you had. 
God, yeah, no, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Sorry. Oh my God, I got another one for you, mate. On uh, oh God. the show, adults only on Channel Five. This one airs. Also, they they also they uh, do a porn star parents episode. You meet Jess and Mike. They're introduced, a real life couple who make porn in their home while their kids are at school. They make sex videos from their living room based in South End. Of course, South End. <laughs> Why not? South End's a place to be. Dirty parts of the country. South, I mean, End's, top, South End's top five, surely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did I have Pleasure Beach there? I think. Oh, is that Blackpool? That might That's be Blackpool. Blackpool. That's Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah. Oh, is that Blackpool? Yeah. Yeah, but even well, into the country, but equally dirty. Exactly. Exactly. Fully agree. Um, uh, what, what do kids watch on TV nowadays? Is Tweenie still a thing? <laughs> Well, it'd be Twinkies, judging by this. Oh, just the idea um, of of little oh God. A, li- a little Ash and Jessica. Oh no, she's Jess. A little Ash and I don't know what they're going to. The porn star couple probably call their kids Chardonnay and I don't know and uh, Ram- Rocky or something. I don't know. Chardonnay and Rocky <laughs> kids come in to watch Tweenies and they're absolutely ploughing on the uh, ploughing big time on the couch. Imagine the social services coming in. So, what do your mum and daddy do? Well, they touch each other in front of us. Right, that's it. Straight to jail you go. Goodbye. I think you would only go to jail if you did it while they were in the room. It sounds like it's a dodgy, dodgy ground, at least for Chardonnay and Paul Rocky there. I was going to say as well, imagine like when you get older and you start exploring things on these on these naughty channels, on these naughty websites like you do. What happens if you come across your mum and dad? You'd probably chop it off and just live in a dark room for the rest of your life wouldn't you i mean you, you go i recognize that nipple <laughs> <laughs> oh god no god what's, what's this picture of mum looking like she's really struggling just enhance yeah. it oh god oh god oh god i swear this i swear the wedding vi- uh, i swear they didn't get married in the living room <laughs> It's weird. The wedding reception just features my mum and five other men. What's going on? <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, sex flicks and chill. I think this this feature is getting better every week. Go check out the show, Channel 5, Adults Only. Uh, right, let's finish for, again for another week on It's Not a Man's World podcast. Tom, please bring us another Dear Dumbass. Dear dumbass, I've been avoiding having sex with my husband and I'm scared of catching coronavirus. Ooh. Shall we uh shall we give names to our to our pandemic pals? Uh, I, I think it's got to a point that you, you don't even need to ask, mate. Name away. <laughs> All right, this week, okay, so uh the pandemic wearing wife is Sherry and the uh the pandemic inducing husband is Steve. Let's go for it, why not? So Sherry goes, I love Steve, but he works in a fruit processing plant and I've been avoiding having sex with him as I'm frightened of catching, obviously, the dreaded Rona. I know they're supposed to be following COVID secure guidelines, but there are lots of young people working there and I'm not convinced they are keeping to the rules. Naughty, naughty young people. Steve is 42 and Sherry is 39. I'm worrying, Sherry says, that this is damaging our relationship. Poor old Steve. He says he's trying to be patient, but thinks I'm overreacting as they both have no special health issues. What should Sherry do? Okay. 
I just need to get into the psyche of Sherry for a second. They're married, so I'm guessing yeah. they. I'm, I'm guessing they are in close proximity to each other on a regular basis. She does know that you can't catch it just because he sticks the tip in, right? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows anymore? There could be. There could be. I mean, we obviously gave guidelines earlier in the podcast, didn't we? And I think in the first episode, but who knows? Yeah, maybe you can. Maybe it's just the tip. If, if he's if he's telling her that he's concerned he's going to pass something to her when they have sex, I think that's because Steve might have the clap. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's just gangrenous down there. Oh. And she's she's just gone. Yep, yeah. that's COVID, Steve. Even last year, Tom, can you remember much more simple times when the only thing we all had to worry about was chlamydia? Yeah, I long for the days where gonorrhea was just the only thing you could catch. I'd just be like, if I went into the doctor and they said, guess what, it's gonorrhea, I'd be like, get in. Yes, come on. <laughs> Give me I'll the pills. See you in a few months, Doc. <laughs> Give me the pills and shh. If it, not up my nose and not no, up the crap <laughs> side, bring it on. No issues. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was the COVID vaccine, by the way? They just said, yeah, yeah, it's just got to go up your genitalia to uh, to sort out the virus. You'd be like, mm, I'll take the risk. Our advice, Tom, is I think we go back a few episodes when we discussed, was it episode one or episode two, where we discussed yeah, about yeah. how you're getting on with relationships, getting on with your life's during these very different times, 2020, a year like no other. Um, yeah. And we, I thought we gave some timely, some good customer, public-facing advice that on that episode. And our, we did. Our, our, our methods of, as Boris stood on the podium and said, this is the way that you should consummate things moving forward. Bend, bubble, yes. pork, sherry, a direct message to you. Let him bend you. Get inside your protective bubble and then, well, let Steve do the old fashioned pork, no? <laughs> I love it. I think I think that's the perfect advice. We've had this advice all along. Just people are not not willing to listen to us, Dan. I don't know why. Don't know why. But I agree. Let's 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 tell Sherry to bend bubble and pork this Christmas. I can't believe that they're not taking our information on like they should. I mean well, what we can also add, since we're coming up to the festive period, is that it's better to give than to receive. Okay. So there could be that option for Sherry as well. Okay. A little little, little favour from old Blojo could, could do the job. Interesting to know that, Tom, you are also, this festive period, willing to receive. Dan, I'm a very generous man. I'll always give before receiving. So if anyone's sort of half debating a nut this Christmas, you know, get in touch. Uh, you, you know, give and receive at gmail.com you're you going to set up a new email address oh i've set up thousands mate for this just hoping one will pay off uh top work as always mate thank you for that that's uh again all the time we've unfortunately got this week really enjoyed that thanks to everyone for listening remember you can catch all our previous episodes on acast apple podcast go back you just got to search it's not a man's world podcast we've given all sorts of advice out in previous weeks i'd say a good solid 23% of it was decent. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. We, we, we offer a smorgasbord of fantastic sexual and dating advice. Roll into 2021 and they'll have you, Tom, up on one of those podiums flanking Boris Johnson, talking to the nation. I'd love that. Well, I'm joined today by Professor John Van Dem and sexual expert Tom Taylor. 
<laughs> That's Van Tam. What would you say? I'd say wham, bam, Ben Bubble and Pork people, and then just throw my papers up in the air and storm out. <laughs> Please subscribe, rate, review the podcast if you can. Just search. As I've said, it's not a man's world podcast. As always, the serious part, stay safe out there, especially as we near Christmas. Stay safe now so you can have fun with your friends and family over the festive period. And next week, we're going to pose another interesting question. I think we've got a few more weeks in us, Tom, haven't we? A few more weeks of the second season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, keep, we're keeping the steam well and truly going on this locomotive all the way up until Grimbo. We'll post another interesting question. Sorry. We'll pose another interesting question. That's what I meant to say. Post? <laughs> I'll post an interesting we'll question. We'll post it. We'll post. Maybe that's what we should do for a future episode, Dan. We'll just post each other questions to answer. That'd be great. And I'm the one that gets paid to talk as well. Um, we'll pose <laughs> another question. How can you love someone else until you love yourself? Oh, there's a deep question right there. Where do we come up with this shit? <laughs> you know what I love there was just you won't you won't see this obviously the listeners, but just the, the arm action of Dan there as soon as he said that mind blown, just a big explosion of arm. I love that. Love I that. wrote that down and it dawned on me on that second. Fucking hell, we're on to one here. <laughs> We don't need the scientists for the COVID vaccine. We've got all the superpowers we need right there. And we've got, alongside an absolute pro, he's been loving himself about 14 times a week for the last 32 <laughs> years. I remembered your age from last week. Well, I tell you what, at least you got the age right there. I won't say about the other figure. Oh, is it more? I couldn't possibly call it. That's a yes. It's a period of lockdown. We will understand. See you soon. See ya.